Hello, this is Elaine Hall at St. Matthew's United Methodist Church. It is day 26 of social distancing, week 6 of worship apart, week 2 of Easter. That's right, Easter is a whole season, and this is only the second week. I'd like to ask you to add Irma Dunlap, a friend of the church, and Frida Berry, David Berry's mother, to our prayer list this week. Will you pray with me? Loving God, in these days of Easter and in these days of pandemic, you are ever with your people. Teach us to know your love, your presence, and your hope, even here and even now. May this time of worship draw us deeper into who you are and who you call us to be. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. For our scripture this morning, we are jumping over to 1 Peter which is one of the small epistles very close to the back of your Bible. This is one of the revised common lectionary readings for today, and it was particularly meaningful to me, and I decided that that would be the one that we share this morning. The scripture uh, talks about hope in times of struggle, and it talks about the role of Jesus and his resurrection. So please listen as I read First Peter Chapter 1, verses 3 through 9. Blessed be the Lord God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who are being protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, even if now for a little while you have had to suffer various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, being more precious than gold that, though perishable, is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor When Jesus Christ is revealed, although you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with him in an indescribable and glorious joy. For you are receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. This scripture talks about a past, present, and future, all marked by the resurrection. The people have been born in the past into a new hope. And they are looking forward to the inheritance that God holds for them in heaven in the future. And even now, right in the present time, they both rejoice and experience suffering. This hope and suffering and trying to find our place within the resurrection and within Jesus' work in the world feels so pertinent right now. It feels so immediate. 
How do we find our place within the new hope that has come through Jesus, even when we are also scared, even when things are also difficult? Scholars don't know exactly what suffering the people who received this letter were facing, but they were suffering. And many of us are, if not exactly suffering, at least feeling tested right now. May these words of scripture bring you hope and confidence as you lean into the truth of Jesus' resurrection. Listen to the scripture again from the message translation. What a God we have and how fortunate we are to have him, this father of our master Jesus, because Jesus was raised from the dead We've been given a brand new life and have everything to live for, including a future in heaven. And the future starts now. God is keeping careful watch over us and the future. The day is coming when you'll have it all, life healed and whole. I know how great this makes you feel, even though you have to put up with every kind of aggravation in the meantime. Pure gold put in the fire comes out of it proved pure. Genuine faith put through this suffering comes out proved genuine. When Jesus wraps this all up, it's your faith, not your gold, that God will have on display as evidence of his victory. You never saw him, yet you love him. You still don't see him, yet you trust him with laughter and singing. Because you kept on believing, you'll get what you're looking forward to, total salvation. Share with your group one word, phrase, or image that stood out to you in this scripture. Have you ever experienced a trial or suffering? If so, would you share something about that trial or suffering with your group? Have you ever experienced living hope? If so, would you share something about that living hope with your group? The passage says, the future starts now, referring to God's promised future and our life now. How does the promised future start now For your faith, please share with your group. Now reflect on these words from an old Christian song. I don't know about tomorrow. I just live for day to day. I don't borrow from the sunshine for its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry or the future for I know what Jesus said. And today I'll walk beside him, for he knows what lies ahead. Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand. This scripture reminds us that Jesus holds tomorrow. Jesus holds our hand, and Jesus is the one 
who has conquered death and brought new life. Thanks be to God. Now, as we've done in weeks past, we'll share about our weeks with our group. First, share an oops. An oops is a mistake or something you're sorry for or something you regret. Next, share a blah. A blah is a time that you felt sad or lonely or upset. Share a blah with your group now. Next, share a wow, also known as a God sighting. A moment of beauty or hope, a moment of God's presence or peace. Share your wow with your group. And now share a thanks, something that you are grateful for. It didn't have to be that way, but it was. Tell your group your thank you. Will you join me in prayer? God of the resurrection, we are so grateful that you are at work. You are bringing all things to rights. You are making your promises true. We pray that we would see you at work and know your love and share it in this world. God, we pray not only for ourselves, but for your church. Everywhere people call on the name of Jesus, may we be drawn in by your goodness, filled with hope by your grace, and ready to live with kindness and compassion. We pray, God, for the leaders and rulers of our world. We pray for those whose decisions will affect so many others. May those decisions be made with wisdom and with skill. God, we pray for our President Donald, for our Governor Roy, for all those elected and appointed as our leaders, especially as they have difficult decisions to make about COVID-19 and the best ways to care for each other. We pray that you would give them wisdom and compassion and strength. God, we pray for this, our local community. We pray especially for Grace Heights, for its staff and residents. May they feel your presence and peace and care ever close to them in these days. We pray for all our children out of school, for the teachers working hard to lead and guide them, and for the parents caring for them at home. God, may your grace and mercy be upon each one. We pray for all those on our church prayer list and especially for Irma Dunlap and Frida Berry. May we together with them know the fullness of your love and healing. We offer all these prayers in the name of Jesus who is teaching us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I'll leave you with these words of blessing from Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. Amen.